You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash Film School. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Over the past 40 years, film critic Kevin Thomas of the Los Angeles Times has been a champion of filmmakers in the indie, experimental, foreign, avant-garde, and documentary fields. Now for his second series of favorite films in conjunction with the American Cinematheque at the Aero Theater, Thomas has chosen the theme of Films by Friends, which encompasses pictures made by George Cukor, Fritz Lang, Mae West, Akira Kurosawa, Billy Wilder, and others. Kevin Thomas, welcome to Film School. Uh Hi. How are you today? I'm fine. Very, very good. Now, tell us a little bit about this film series you have at the Aero Theater and and about the American Cinematheque. I was sort of in it on the beginning of the Cinematheque. It grew out of Filmex, our first film festival, which is the predecessor to to AFI Film Fest. I've been involved in all of that from day one, uh, back to 71 when Filmex started. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Cinematheque grew out of of, uh, Gary Essert's dream. He was the founder of Filmex. To have have our own Cinematheque, you know, something on the eye inspired by, the, of course, the Cinematheque Francaise in, in Paris. Now, they do not have archival facilities, but they draw from, from, other, they draw from archives and distributors yeah, from around the world. At the Egyptian Theater and now at the Arrow, you know, they have year-round very ambitious programming. They program for kids, for all kinds of interests not just purely esoteric stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, um, uh, you know, try to have a big outreach in all, in all directions. And last year, when I retired, they invited me to put together a series of what I insisted on calling 10 of my favorite films, not my 10 favorite films. Uh-huh. I got 300 favorite films. <laughs> you <good>. know, <laughs> I yes. could go on forever, and maybe they'll even let me, since I just have been <laughs> renewed. Very uh, good. Tomorrow night is the last night of my first series, uh, which is at 7.30 at the Arrow, a, a remarkable, great Japanese classic called The Life of Uhuru, about elegant court lady, lady who loses out in the political shift and is gradually, uh, you know, descends the, ro- the ranks. So she becomes a streetwalker, but that she has a, a, a fierce sense of dignity, no matter what. And it's a brilliant performance by Kanuyo Tanaka, thinks of really one of the two or three greatest actresses ever to face a camera. Wow. Directed by Kenji Mizuguchi and, and uh, Tanaka and Mizuguchi had a long collaboration. They made a lot of great pictures together. I stretch the point on this new series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For example, I was desperate to have uh, Max Ophel's film and last series, uh, Lola Montez. Actually, I only showed nine pictures because I found out that w- the only way we could get Lola Montez out of Germany was to have it accompanied by some affiliate of the uh, company that owns the rights. And, you know, 
somebody yes. over with a print and put them up at some hotel and feed them and to put them back on the plane, and, you know, to accompany the print. It was ridiculous. Sounds like somebody wanted a vacation in Southern California. So <laughs> I'm going to be showing um, uh, in, uh, the earrings of Madame Death in October, which is another Max Ophel films. Now, I never knew Max Ophel. He died when I was in college, but his son, Marcel Ophel, the great documentarian, the Sorrow and the Pity, and many, many others. Mm. I have been quite friendly with, with Marcel over the years, and he's told me a lot about his father. So, so I felt, well, you know, that's stretching the point. But I did know George Cukor very well. He was a real mentor, and Fritz Lang was like father to me. And I was very close to May. I, I wrote the eulogy for her, her services when she passed away. And Bud Bedecker was a very, very close friend. I'll tell you the lineup. February 14th, we want to tie into Valentine's Day. And then in March, we're going to show Kurosawa's High and Low. Oh. Uh, in fact, I'll, starting Thursday, the Arrow is going to start a series of, of some of Kurosawa's greatest films. Mm. I reviewed all of them. I reviewed every single film that he ever made. Mm. Uh, obviously, I was like in kindergarten when he made his first movie, mm. but, you know, when they would have major revivals, each one that came along. And I interviewed him several times. He was staying at the Beverly Wilshire, and he granted me an interview at that time, and I said, today is your 80th birthday, isn't it? And he said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty nifty. Yeah, I'll say. Interview Akira Kurosawa on his 80th birthday. Absolutely. And I picked high and low. It's so incredibly entertaining, and it's so stylish, and everything it looks like in, in absolutely glorious black and white. And it's, it's based on a King's Ransom, an Ed McBain novel, uh, which I had just happened to have, uh, you know, 80, it's an 87th precinct uh, novel in that series. And I just happened to have read it. The Kurosawa and his writers put in a lot more, it's a t terrific suspense thriller, but with a lot more social consciousness and stuff. Toshiro Mifuni stars, mm -hmm. and he's uh, a manufacturer who has just taken out a huge loan to buy out the company that he is a top executive in the shoe manufacturer, mm -hmm. and a kidnapping occurs and puts him in a tremendous moral dilemma. That's going to be the March film, and then April is going to be a film noir evening. Oh. I'm going to show Blood Money, which is a very rarely seen and a little-known picture by Roland Brown in the early 30s, restored by the UCLA Film Archive. Mm -hmm. And I wrote about it in my screening room column for the Times uh, not so long before I retired. And so it had like one screening, and it stars George Bancroft and Dame Judith Anderson. If you could imagine Dame Judith Anderson cast as a bordello madam, <laughs> but she's great, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just a tremendous film, and we're going to show Double Indemnity. Uh, as the second feature, I said, let's show Blood Money first, because people won't know that. I don't want them to come to see Double Indemnity, which is really very familiar, yes. and call it a night. Yeah. I did meet uh, Dame Judith. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Uh, and I had a nice conversation with her. She doesn't follow in the, the 
years. I was, I would be, I was not close to him, but we had a very warm professional acquaintance for decades. And I suppose Billy really is just about my favorite director. Now, on that out in May, I'm going to to show, and that's uh, uh, directed by Carol Reed. And um, I actually spent a day with Carol Reed uh, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, Mm -hmm. when he was directing a misbegotten Western called Flap with Anthony Quinn. Um, But on that (laughs) out, of course, is about the the Irish Troubles and stuff. And it's a great classic starring James Mason. What's the name of the film again? I'm sorry. Odd Man Out. Odd Man Out. Okay. 1947. Okay. June, I will show uh, Bud Bedecker, Seven Men from Now, one of his famous series of westerns with Randolph Scott. Mm-hmm. And this is maybe, it's perhaps the, the best of them and the one that he, uh, uh, it's a favorite, very, very favorite of his. He had big troubles with the late Michael Wayne, who uh, John Wayne produced it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was very late in both Michael's and Bud's life, and finally, <laughs> Michael said, "Well, I've been I've been holding back for such a long time because I just figured my father hated you." Wow. And Bud laughed and laughed and laughed. He said, "My father, your father loved me. I was, <laughs> just because we were scrappers and we shouted and screamed at each other yeah. didn't mean we didn't care for each other." Oh, that's okay. Seven men from now. Yeah. I want, Kevin, I want to ask you, because uh, on these screenings, you introduce the film and you talk about some of the what history. What I do is I make, like, about 25 words or less introduction. Mm-hmm. Because I figure if, if you've got people off the sidewalk and into the seats, you know, they know why they're there. Yeah. You know, don't insult them by giving away the plot and giving your aesthetic theories and all that kind of stuff. What I do is I invite, I I end up by saying, you know, anybody who wants to stick around and talk about the picture afterwards, be my guest. And usually we have a conversation uh, for about 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful because it's my first time really to have such close contact with an audience. Mm -hmm. And, of course, these are dream audiences. I mean, these are movie lovers, you know, and... Some of them are tremendously knowledgeable. Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful event. And they share they share that knowledge. Then in, for, uh, at the, around Bastille Day, we will show Grand Illusion, oh, the okay. great Renoir yes. film. Yes. And Jean Renoir was a very good friend of mine. And then uh, in August, have a May's two best pictures. Uh, she done him wrong, and I'm no angel. Uh, Both <laughs> starring, co-starring uh, Cary Grant. Uh, he had made pictures before, but they really made Cary a star, and one day Cary actually admitted that to me. Yeah. Then in September, with luck, we know that there's a, a restored print of Dr. Mabuza, a great two-part film of Fritz Lang about the underworld, introducing his uh, evil genius, Dr. Mabuza, mm-hmm. for the first time. It's, it, it exists, and we've got to find out whether that is a sound speed sprint or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if, if not, we were going to go with Scarlet Street. I wanted to show M, my yes. first series 
but they had just shown it. Mm. Sometimes the choices are restricted by availability of prints, mm -hmm. and also if it happens to be something that the Arrow or it, it had shown in the recent past, yeah. well, they can't do it. They had just shown it. So I'm on for Scarlet Street, one of uh, Fritz's great uh, film noir of, of the 40s with uh, Joan Bennett and Edward G. Robinson and Dan Duryea. And then October we'll have uh, airings of Bennett with Char Boyer and uh, Danielle Giroux. And no November we will show Mrs. Skeffington with Betty Davis and Claude Rains, and that's directed by the late Vincent Sherman. I just hate that word, the late, because Vincent just died very recently. Mm. He was Right there is <laughs> that's a career right there. Two weeks short of his hundredth birthday. Oh, uh, so he was just the most wonderful man. Mm. And then in December we'll do dinner at eight, which is one of the most revived and most beloved of uh, all of George Cukor's yeah. uh, films. So that's going to be the lineup. Well, this that's year. that's a it's an excellent lineup. Kevin Thomas, I want to thank you very much for coming on Film School. Continued success to you, and we look forward to hearing from you again. Well, I thank you for asking me in the first place. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank okay. you. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at kuci.org slash filmschool.